Hello. 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 I'm sorry. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic check. One, two, one, two. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back, JD Wellness family. I know it's been a while since a podcast has been recorded, but Happy New Year. And today we have a very special guest, Jay-Z, otherwise known as Jeremy Zargami, <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu Academy owner, personal trainer, and entrepreneur. Jeremy, thank you so much for being on JD Wellness. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Will you please tell us um, about your academy? Your Jiu-Jitsu um, Academy? Yeah, so the Jiu-Jitsu Academy. So I've been doing Jiu-Jitsu for like seven and a half years or so. And um, yeah, so basically once I got done playing college football, I had no out, no competitive outlet. And I was like super... Mm-hmm just like I kind of lost I was like man I don't know how I'm gonna have a where I'm gonna find a you know I just don't want to work out the rest of my life I thought that was super boring and I definitely mm-hmm. didn't want to do CrossFit no <laughs> 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 subtle subtle jab um and then uh um yeah one of my one of my buddies I worked with at, at 24 hour fitness because I started as a trainer at 24 hour fitness he was an instructor and uh he I basically you know he invited me to come try it and I was like man you know like I, I basically shot down all the wrestling coaches throughout high, middle school and high school and I was like I don't want to do like a wrestling thing you know like I was just like uh, I don't know you know but he's like no 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 like there's wrestling involved but like it's different you know and I was like all right as long as I don't have to wear that little singlet you know ring worm ring and so um basically yeah so I went and he at the time I had just got done playing football so I was like 210 pounds and he was like 145 pounds and he like absolutely just destroyed me on the mats like he was just like yeah just try to like um like just try to get get out from underneath me and I'm like oh my gosh like dude I could bench press like three times this guy's weight right or something you know like I'm about to crush it like I'm about to just throw this guy off of me and uh and i couldn't get him off of me like he felt like he was weighed like a thousand pounds and so basically like i got completely humbled and realized that i'd been like walking around with this false sense of confidence my whole life and uh, <laughs> just because i could just because i could lift a lot of weight i thought i could you know handle mm. myself in an altercation and i was clearly right. wrong you know and so basically that sparked my love for jujitsu. i was like I need to learn everything there is to know about this, you know, because I don't want to like in a real life situation, especially like with someone even bigger than he was, you know, if they know what they're doing, that's so scary. And like, and so I was like, dang, like, I want to learn this. And then I could teach like my, you know, my wife could learn it. Like I wasn't married at the time, but, and then I was like, well, my kids, like I would definitely want my daughters to learn this, you know, like, like I just thought ahead of like, dang, like this could be something really cool that um you know that I could I could get good at and then I could kind of pass on and then and then uh down to my my family and stuff and so I thought of it like that kind of and um so yeah basically um had the opportunity to open up my own jiu-jitsu academy um and just took it just kind of jumped on it and Mm -hmm. it was it was 
scary at first. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like this is or or putting I'm I'm spending so much money <laughs> like mm-hmm. on something that I have no idea if it's gonna work or not. And I was so scared, but I knew that like the regret of um of not trying would have been worse yeah. than the regret than the, like if me failing. Like if I would have failed, at least I tried, you know? Then yeah. but if I didn't I would always be like, dang, I wonder what would have happened if we would have, if I would have just, you know, took that risk, you know? And so, um, but basically, I mean, we've been in business, um, April, April will be five years, which is crazy. Wow. It's crazy. It's gone by so fast. Congratulations. Thank you. And so That's a long time. It's a long time. It, it's definitely a, yeah. a big benchmark. I mean, getting past the first year was a big benchmark. And then mm-hmm. I think year three, there's kind of like, I basically base it off of like statistics, like 90% of businesses don't, don't make it past the first year. And then there's like X amount, like the next 5% don't make it past year three or year five or whatever. So there's like statistics, right? Like the longer you go, it's like the harder it is to stay in business, you know? And so like the, 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 the fewer amount of, of businesses that like can last. And so it was always my, I always wanted to be in that top tier of like, lot of you know defying the statistics and stuff and so i feel mm-hmm. good to like kind of hit those benchmarks uh and just be like yeah like we're we we made it you know <laughs> like we we are do- uh, we're doing yes, something we're yes. doing something right if we're willing if we're if we're lasting this long and so um that's been that's a kind of a blessing that's going to be cool when that when we hit that in april um yeah so yeah the jiu-jitsu academy um obviously with with COVID, it's we had to get really creative, and then it's kind con- you know uh, by doing like Zoom and stuff like that, and then you know since COVID's gotten crazier and crazier, it's like you know we kind of just have it sort of on the standstill a little bit right now. It's kind of just like everyone's kind of just waiting. Everyone, kind of, a lot of people have little pods that they train with. They have like a group of like two or three people or whatever that they like you know, they trust and they are around often. And so they kind of are training with each other and we're kind of doing, they're, mm-hmm. we're kind of doing it like that. Um, and everyone's kind of just w- waiting and like anticipating for when <laughs> things normalize, yeah, which who knows, down. like hopefully, who knows? I'm not even trying to like think about it too much. Cause like if, I, <laughs> it, if I'm like, oh, it's going to be, you know, if it's, it's going to be June or July and then if it doesn't happen, I'll be super like down. Right. So I'm trying to not even like, like basically think I'm not even trying to think of it if it doesn't happen by then this time or it's gonna happen by this time because mm-hmm. um I was actually I kind of got that from I was reading this book man's uh man's search for meaning by Viktor Frankl he was um this is kind of like it's like it's I, I don't know it's weird it's it's a it's basically he was a survivor of the holocaust and um, he wrote this book basically <clears throat> on how how he survived it and what he saw in people who didn't survive it. And he one of the things <clears throat> one of the things he talks about is like a lot of them um, people a lot of people in the in the camps would be like, oh, I heard we're gonna be free by Christmas, you know, and we're gonna and people would like oh, be like, oh, we're gonna be free by Christmas, and everyone would like hype so hype it up. And then, like, yeah. when they weren't free by Christmas, it was like they just lost all, like, all hope, you know? And then he said that a lot wow. of the people would die yeah. shortly after that. And, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, so 
obviously it's not as crazy of a situation, but like to me, that's kind of what how I've been um, thinking about it. Like I'm not gonna like be like, oh, by this date, it's for work. We could probably go back to normal, you know? Like so, I'm yeah. I'm trying to date, like not fall into that trap and just and then because when that comes and pass passes, you're gonna be like it's gonna affect you a lot if you're thinking that right. after this point, then I could. We could start. Everything will be back to normal. We'll be oh, the jujitsu academy be up and running, and we'll be doing classes like normal. And then you know, so it's like I'm basically letting that date float around. <laughs> and so, um, right, it's kind of frustrating. I feel like like for maybe for the members because they're like, hey, when are we gonna be back to normal? And I'm just like, <laughs> you're like uh, February second. I'm like, or, read the book know, by Victor Frankel. <laughs> Man's search for meaning, right? <laughs> and then you'll get it. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh man!" Right? No, that's really, that's really good that you say that. And I think that we can definitely apply that to a lot of situations in our life. And of course, that's the most common situation that a lot of us are in, like being in that quarantine and just COVID nineteen lockdown when things aren't open. But that's a really good perspective because then the expectations um you're not being i guess let down you're not putting so much pressure on like that final countdown or having that set and locked thing and then the mentality is just depressing but like finding light through it and like okay like when it happens it's gonna happen but i need to trust this timing and know that yeah everything will work out so yeah yeah wow that's, that's really good um I, I i i mean i guess i hear this too in business and it's like mm -hmm. a lot of people it's like if you're thinking like once i get this then i'll be happy or like once i have this hit this accomplishment mm -hmm. i'll be happy or once i get this um relationship then i'll be happy or once i get this amount of wealth yeah. i'll be happy or um once i can get this car or whatever like this house this amount of properties whatever it is like then i'll be happy of like i kind of think of it like that like you're if you're not happy now like then you're losing because <laughs> like uh you know like because yeah. getting those things it's not it's not gonna feel how you think it's gonna feel and i feel like a lot of people think that like yeah. once the once the lockdown is over then i'll be happy and it's like no like Wow. like yeah i'm sure it'll bring a little bit of joy but like for like a day or two or a week or a month or whatever but like then you'll get used to like life again so it's like you know it's like you gotta find ways to be happy now and not like don't like delay your joy right it's like why why would you be like Ooh, i'm yeah. gonna be happy in a year from now it's like that's so silly <laughs> you know like there's obviously things that help you know like there's things like you know if you're gonna i don't know like if you there's certain things where it's like of course like you can it's just not bad to be like i'm excited for this vacation and mm -hmm. you know next summer or whatever like that's fine but it's not like I'm gonna be miserable until then or whatever you know like, <laughs> until like then, you know yeah. see yeah. yeah no that's good ladies and gentlemen this is exactly why i wanted him on my podcast <laughs> because his perspective is just very enlightening and i keep going mm -hmm. <laughs> oh that was good mm -hmm. like every single it's only been like almost 12 minutes and i keep going mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you have a lot of good points and a lot of great insight and 
Jeremy, you've definitely been an inspiration to me on your outlook and your perspective. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Of course, I mean. We're not done with the podcast. All right, good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That is all. No, that's, that's, uh, I, I, I basically, I don't know. It helps me to say this stuff out loud because, like, I have it in my head. But then when you hear yourself say it, it even sounds. You're like, okay, no, it actually makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah good. definitely. So, I completely, one hundred percent agree with you that we shouldn't like soak in the misery and like you said. What was that? Wait on joy or like delay what, your joy? You said something. About, delay joy. Yes, because. Even with different circumstances, I really believe that we can like create that joy and have that. Um, sometimes it's more difficult, but there's so much power in that positivity. Um, how would you say, what's your perspective when you're creating goals like for yourself, whether it's like physically, mentally, um, like spiritually, what? what's your mindset like when you're trying to set goals like for progress but not like being so hard on yourself when it's taking time to get there yeah um so that's a good question um it's (laughs) this is kind of like a funny goal but i have a my new one of my new year's resolutions is to sleep more (laughs) and it's so funny because like it sounds so lame it sounds so like wow you your goal your goal is to be lazy (laughs) you know like (laughs) like lazier you know but it's actually you know like sleep is a huge pillar of health and it's always been my weakest pillar of health like i've always just like completely ignored it (laughs) like i'm like i need to like i will totally push a a, a, you know sleep to the side if i have like i'm like i gotta do this thing or i want to watch even if it's lazy like usually i mean you know most of the time at least lately in my in my adult life it's like i want to do this like be productive and i'll stay up later to be productive like and i don't care if i you know i have clients in the morning but like I want to finish editing this video or whatever, like recording this YouTube, like yeah, whatever it is. And it's okay. like, and I'll just be like, whatever, I'll get like, f- you know, five, four or five hours of sleep. Like, I don't care. I'll just deal, deal with it tomorrow. <laughs> and like, I've been, I've been like that, right. like for a really long time. And I know even, I even read books. I thought like, if I read a book on like sleeping, like how important sleep is that it would help. I forget what that book is called. I have to look at my phone. Um, that's actually a really good book, but um, I think it's like Why We Sleep. I think it's called Why We Sleep. Uh, it's a it's a good book. It's kind of like it goes into a lot of peer like study, peer reviewed like studies on sleep, and it's kind of like it's a little scary. It makes you like want to always sleep eight hours a night, you know, like or eight or nine hours. Like oh it's like oh my gosh, like I'm gonna die if I don't. But um, even after reading that, I'm like I still didn't, and I don't know what clicked in me, but like. I was like, this is the, has to be the year when I changed that. And so I set a goal and basically, um, basically at the end of, of every year, I'll go home to like my parents' house for like a week or a week and a half or so. It's like, or sometimes, eh, usually not two weeks, but usually like a week and a half. But basically I took that time to kind of f- like focus and be like, okay, 
Like literally, this needs to happen. This this sleep goal, I've been literally thinking or trying to do it for like years. And I'm like, why am I not doing it? Like, why am I not prioritizing it? You know, like I would do it for like a night or two and then completely destroy it with like four hours, five hours of sleep, like one night, <laughs> like, and then get on this horrible cycle again. And so basically, um, you, I, I started creating like systems around it. So basically I thought, okay, every every single day that I'm home at my parents' house on this vacation, I'm gonna sleep at least eight hours um, every single day, like no matter, even if it's like, there are some days like where I went to bed really late and I was like, dude, if I sleep like eight hours, like I'm gonna be like sleeping in really late. But like, I was like, whatever, like I'm, I'm committed to this goal. Like if I went to bed, you know, there's one like, like, you know, I was there for like New Year's Eve and stuff and I went to bed at like 4 a.m. like, and, like, oh gosh like I gotta <laughs> sleep until like friggin two or whatever time it was and like I was like oh gosh like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna feel like <laughs> terrible about myself waking up in a different <laughs> yeah. time zone yeah you know and um but I was like committed to it so I was like all right I don't care how like crappy I feel about that I just need to do it because I know like putting myself up for success like leading into the new year and um so even even when it sucked right even when I was like that sound that's so lame I'm like missing time with my family to like accomplish this sleeping goal (laughs) and so basically I just stuck to it I was rigid and then once I got back down to LA I was like you know I, I started creating systems to where like um like two like two hours before bed i would um jill got me these blue light blocker glasses which are actually pretty dope and and so i put those on and so that helps like block out the blue light so that's the blue light you know um is blue light is basically um the main it's one of the the worst lights that you can have in your in your retinas near at night because um it inhibits melatonin it, yeah, it, it inhibits melatonin production um and i don't know i don't know if you've like studied that stuff too but i i don't know too much about it but basically like um yeah so basically i would put those on so that would help kind of get me like tired plus it puts like a mental timer on of like when i put these glasses on like i'm gonna go to bed within like an hour or two or whatever and so it kind of like starts once you start like um, creating triggers for your body, like your body will start to adapt to it. So you realize, do you ever like, realize when you like come home, like if you get home at a certain time every day, like you're automatically like hungry no matter what, like your body like n- almost like learns, like it actually, yeah. your body actually excretes a hormone to like make you hungry, right? And so like your body kind of learns like when you generally eat and then it'll like excrete that hormone to like like if you get home at you know like six five six p.m every night like you start to get really hungry around that time and even mm-hmm. if you're even if you don't get home around that time you'll still get hungry around that time because that's when your body's used to coming home and eating and so like we can start to do that with other habits where it's like okay if i put on these glasses like my body knows like okay whenever he puts these on <laughs> like we're going to bed and like and we're going to bed soon you know yeah and so start to like create triggers like that are good is good and then um and then I actually take mm-hmm. melatonin um at night like 30 minutes before i go to bed um and then just cr- like literally like i was saying um before like when we were talking earlier like i block it out in my schedule like 
I follow my I follow my schedule super strict. I don't know like if you do this, but if it's not in my schedule, like I will forget it or not do it. And so I'll put it in my schedule. Mm-hmm. Like right. when's the the last like when am I gonna stop working basically? And that actually makes me more productive. Yeah. In those in that time. Um, because I'm like, oh crap, like if I don't finish this by like 10, when I have to start getting ready for bed, like I'm going to be super like disappointed and like, like frustrated with myself because like it, I, I, I just, I basically fail myself basically. So I'm just becoming more rigid with my right. time scheduling yeah. and being like, an even time, yeah. like, um, I heard someone say like. I forget who it was. It might've been like Brendan Burchard or something like a performance coach. Uh, he said like, create blocks in your schedule for things. And even though like act like it's like, you're going to like meet a client, like act like someone's waiting for you. Like you need to get like, be there like early or on time and like be ready to go. But, like when you have things that you goals that you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. let's say like, it's it's easy to get motivated when you're like oh i need to meet a client and be there at this time and they're gonna pay me and there's so much more incentive to like be on top of it It, just try to like Mm -hmm. i try to mentally like with any goals i have like put it in my in my schedule and then like you know i get like an alert like five minutes before i set up like alerts right so it's like five minutes before like in five minutes you have to you know like um you know, edit this YouTube video or, or whatever it is, like create your workout plans. And so like, I, instead of being kind of like blowing it off, like, okay, like I'm kind of doing, I'm finishing up this, this other thing. Like I'll get to that, like go, like cut, stop what you're doing and go do that. Like almost like you're, you're meeting with a client and like, you can't be late, you know, like almost the, that kind of, with that kind of vigor yeah, like where you're that. like, oh my gosh, right. like, you know, if you're ever like late or almost going to be late to a client, how stressed out you are, like, yeah, it's literally the worst feeling. Right? It really is. And even if they're like, no, it's okay. No, like I will yeah. not forgive myself for the rest of the day because I feel like I let them down and I feel like, I don't know, it just, it feels like I didn't yeah. do my so best. Yeah, so it's like, you know? that's, try to like recreate that feeling for like other things planned in your schedule. It is like a, it's kind of a cool thing that I, I try to do with my, like I try to hack my brain and be like, oh my gosh, like, if this was a client, I would stop everything I was doing and go and do it. And so like, you almost have to do that with yeah. with the things you put in your schedule or the goals you have, like just mm-hmm. mentally think like, what if this was a client, you know, like just think of that, like that, that kind of, you know, or like, it, you know, if you don't have a client, let's say like someone has like a corporate job, like, oh my gosh, like I have a meeting with my boss or like, a, you know, something like that. Or like the big team meeting where it's like, if you come in late, yeah. everyone sees that you're late and they're like, everyone's kind of just like, wow, this guy, you know, or this girl, and like, it's you know, like, <laughs> like, trick your brain, just like, oh my God. That's like, good, what? that's good. Yeah, yeah so I do that with, hard. I've been doing that with my sleep, and it's been epic, like, I literally slept mm-hmm. seven or more hours, like, every single okay. night since the beginning of the year, and then it, I was sleeping eight or more when I was at home, but my goal is at least seven or more. I, last night was the, only night was the first night that I messed up this year. I had six and a half or six forty-five, but I I think I, I slept in. A, I hit my I hit snooze one time just to like make up for it. So I think I hit seven. But like, I was like, I was like <laughs> it's 
I hit snooze and I was like, I think I can hack it the reverse way. Like I went to sleep like 15, 30 minutes late. Late. I think I can like, you know, I was like, if I get ready really, if I get ready really oh, yeah, fast. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I promise no, I'm not laughing no, at your No, no the sleep goal is, I laugh at, I laugh at it too because it sounds so funny. People are like, you have any New Year's resolutions? And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> like they're like okay this guy's yeah. a total loser <laughs> you know <laughs> literally <yeah. laughs> no but it's, it's giving you the rest and like helping your muscles recover like your brain is resting you're right there's so many benefits for that so as a personal trainer when you wake up in the morning are there things like in your daily regimen that you do uh, like before your day starts what are the things that you like to incorporate yeah for your day, I, if that yeah i used to have an, a pretty epic like morning routine um once i got married and we mm-hmm. we moved like our place is a lot smaller so i don't have as much room for activities and so like i used to have a um uh what's it called an inversion i guess i still have it in the garage but it's an inversion table you know where you hang upside down yeah so i used to um i'll tell you what i used to do (laughs) i my (laughs) because i think it was it was pretty good i had i had it like pretty dialed in and i kind of took a little bit of stuff from a bunch of different people but um I would wake up extra early and then I would read um I would I would read 10 pages of the Bible and then I would read 10 pages of a personal development book and then I would um hang upside down and um I had a I have a um like a neuro um sensing band that you put around your head and you meditate you meditate when you it like oh, senses wow. your brain waves and um you hook it up to an app mm-hmm. and basically like you just kind of like it guides you through like meditation and um so i'd hang upside down and meditate <laughs> and uh, and oh, um wow okay i know it sounds crazy but <laughs> uh, yeah and then um and then uh yeah so the app is really cool it's called the headband's called muse m <clears throat> m-u-s-e i actually still use it it's really it's really dope but um yeah it's cool it's basically like it guides you through and you can have like let's say that there's like you know like a rainforest like sounds like you know like rain and stuff like that and then once you like the calmer your brain is the more like the sound calms down and then once it gets really calm there's like these little birds that chirp and that's when you're like in the freaking zone and so it's really but when your brain starts you know like running again like you start thinking about a bunch of stuff the sound gets louder and like the rain gets heavier and so it's really cool so you can like start to like figure out like how to calm your brain down you know like you're almost like figuring out how to almost like empty your mind and kind of just relax and so it teaches you through those like sounds and so Mm -hmm. um and then i would i would uh get done with that and then I would jump on the, I have a mini trampoline. So I'd do rebounding or jumping on a trampoline um, for like, I would listen to this one Hillsong mm-hmm. song. Uh, what's it called? I'll think of it, but I would listen to it. And it's about five minutes long and I would jump on the trampoline and just get hyped. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> nice. 
days. <laughs> I was gonna say, I remember you guys had a trampoline, that small space. Oh, yeah. I've jumped on that trampoline. <laughs> I've almost, I think I've jumped on the trampoline every single day of, of quarantine. I swear, it's like, it's been like so epic. Oh my gosh! It's such I a good workout. Um, it's like my, it's like my cardio basically. Um, and uh, so I jump on that, and then I, I messed around with different stuff like the like you know like drinking you know lemon water or like i would take (laughs) i went through a phase where i would do shots of like um apple cider vinegar but i didn't really like stick it long but uh, Mm um but usually i'll drink like green tea or something and then i would like get ready so i had like this pretty epic routine um i have to get up like an hour and a half early (laughs) though like to do it And so, like, I kind of added, I put too much stuff together. And so now it's more simplified. Like, I'll wake up, like, pray and be just, like, kind of, like, just, um, just think of things I'm grateful for, basically. Like, thank God for, like, Mm. things that I'm just thankful or grateful for, like, that are happening in my life and, and, or have happened in my life. And, that kind of like sets the <clears throat> sets of the day up right in like the right mindset. So I try to not look at my phone. So I'll, I wake up. I definitely don't look at my phone besides like, you know, turning off my four alarms that I'll set. Just, you know, <laughs> like I'm always nervous that, though some of them won't work or something. <laughs> That's what I think too. So I'm about to set like seven or eight and then i have an actual tangible oh, alarm in my room with batteries so <laughs> because... yeah so basically i'll wake I up um and just be say some things that i'm grateful for and that puts me in the right headspace i don't look at my um and then i'll mm-hmm. go i'll jump on the trampoline sometimes i need to start doing it more because it really wakes up like your body like crazy like the the trampoline's cool because like it you kind of have like it micro contracts almost like every muscle in your body just based on like the g-force and so it starts to really wake up and like kind of like starts mm-hmm. moving you know like getting all your organs like going and your you know, your, your lymphatic system nice. and all that stuff and so that really wakes me up and then um yeah and then i'll just get ready but i'll i'll, I'll basically look at my phone last like i'll do everything i need to sometimes i'll read like a devotional in the morning um and then um mm-hmm. and then basically right before i leave i'll check my phone because sometimes i literally have driven all the way because i train clients i'll either drive to my gym or i train clients at the at a park right now and I, i've gotten to the park and i still haven't looked mm-hmm. at my phone like and i'll check my phone and they're like yeah. and i'm like oh no I just, yeah and they canceled yeah, so you like so like oh i've done my whole <laughs> and i'm like oh man i haven't even checked my phone i'm going to work like you know like and then i get i'll get there and it's like oh i like i don't feel good like we i need to cancel like you know and i'm like oh gosh you know oh no after you're already woken up and, <laughs> and have the rain did you imagine that all this stuff, that's what they probably they probably I, I, that's the why button. that's why i still charge them <laughs> because i'm like hey, right exactly i'm like hey for me you literally pay me to keep that's you accountable so this is if this you know 
this is definitely yeah. the best accountability is charging you when you're because most time I don't know I don't want to say that actually I'm like I'm like some I, I was gonna say most of the time I feel like they're just making excuses like they're just tired and they don't want to work out so they're like <laughs> I don't feel good like it's like faking sick from school yeah but I guess I won't I won't I won't put that on them <laughs> It's okay. It comes. It comes with love. It comes with yeah. love. You're saying this with their best interest and knowing that they really want to reach their goals. And you're that. You're being that right hand man exactly. to help push them. So yeah, no, just, I just no want them to know that I want it just as bad as they do. I'll, I always meet them. I always meet them at that point. You know. Yeah. I used to want it more than clients would want it, and that would burn mm-hmm. me out. So now I'm like, like. Uh, actually, I'll oh, I want it. I yeah. want it uh, just a like one little notch above them because then that helps me keep them accountable. So all then that keeps me like helping like that helps me push mm-hmm. them. Um, but yeah, I used to like want it so much for some people who didn't want it at all, and it like really affected me because like <laughs> I was so into it and like was trying. To, I'm like, oh my gosh, she was like, I was so stoked about like helping change this person's life, and they're just like you know they they could like care less <laughs> it was like really hard really hard when you have clients like that yeah it's just like it yeah uh, but that's true you're like why are you stoked i'm here like i did an hour and a half morning routine for you why, why would you care <laughs> i hung up the I my I, green tea. I was, it's so calm that's true you you hung upside down and had this neuro. I took a shot of out. apple cider vinegar for you. Why didn't you cancel on me? <laughs> I did a fancy exactly. cardio on the trampoline. Like, come on, man! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so coming from a personal training slash former college football player slash jiu-jitsu standpoint um saying that pretending that we're your clients like the audience and myself like what are some ways or some tips for or what do you tell your clients to help them incorporate like a morning routine with like stretching or um just incorporating like phone rolling or what are your Uh, thoughts on those i like i was saying that like with my goals or with clients goals or especially things like stretching like stretching is something that I feel like it like most people don't like to do or want to do because it's like really painful <laughs> and like it, yeah. and like you're like uh and it's uh-huh. it's also one right. of those things that's so easy to do that it makes it so easy not to do you know yeah right <laughs> you Ooh, know where it's like it's so easy but people don't do it you know it's like damn and so um i think again like i would put it in my schedule like stretching if that was one of my goals like i want to stretch more which i actually do want to stretch more so i might put put that in my schedule uh (laughs) and just block out a time like literally like if you have um (laughs) like i always block out the time when i'm going to lift and I definitely block out the time when I'm going to eat because that's important to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this time. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But I think even like putting, blocking out like 15 minutes, like start small, like so it's not daunting. Maybe even like 
five to 10 minutes at first, like start super small and then just build on that routine, block out that time right before, like right before you work out, um, mm-hmm. make sure you stretch, like don't start working out until you stretch for like five minutes and then you can build on it and don't start working out until you stretch for 10 minutes and then 15 and then, and then you can, you know, work your way up. And so, um, and start learning new stretches and start trying different things, you know, and as you get more flexible, you can actually, it actually opens up mm-hmm. avenues to do other stretches that you couldn't do when you first started. Some people can't even, I mean, a lot of people, you know, can't even touch their own, their toes, like when they first start stretching. And so it's like build up to that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just work with, I, I always give my clients like different stretches. Um, I have some clients that I literally, they had such bad, um, they couldn't, I was like, foam, you need a foam roll and stretch. And so they just weren't doing it. And like they, when they, like when we were about to work out, they wanted to jump right into it. Um, work out like, okay. Like if you want to do that, you have to be foam rolling and stretching at home. Like if you're not doing that, we have to do it together. And so, um, I started making them uh, send me like get an accountability partner and literally send them like a picture or a video of you like foam rolling or stretching like every single day. So I would have my clients like send me a picture or a short video of them like stretching or foam rolling like every single day. And if they didn't, then I would like make them do like wall sits and different punishment. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a different punishment. No, that's good. You know what? I, I do that. I always give my clients stretches and do tell them like the foam rolling regimen, but I'm going to start having them like send me a picture or a video because that's really good accountability. I'll send a text like, hey, don't forget to ice yeah. for 10 minutes, don't forget yeah. to foam roll, it, but I need the, proof. the pain of stretching less than the pain of the, uh, <laughs> than the consequences, you know? <laughs> they'll do it. Um, yeah. yeah, find, find out what their good. least favorite exercise is and then threaten them with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you had mentioned something too um, earlier when we're off the phone. You you had a suggestion of like, oh, don't I'm not allowed to do this unless I stretch. Yeah, so basically, like, um, create what were you saying systems as well around like the make it easy where it's like you're only allowed to go Mm -hmm. and on social media if you're stretching. You know, because it's easy to stretch you know, do most stretches and like, you know, your one of your hands could be free most of the time. So like, or you could have it on the ground and swipe and stuff. Um, so like, if you want to go on TikTok, if you want to go like do mind, like kind of just entertainment type stuff, we want to scroll on Instagram, like don't like basically set it up to where you can only do that if you're stretching, you know? And so yeah, I want to like check my notifications on, on Instagram because I posted that thing yesterday and it was pretty fire. And like, I want to see who liked it, you know. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> check out Jeremy's Instagram. Um, yeah, check it out. <laughs> uh, um, but she but only like, like, okay, if I want to check this, I so, literally need to like, oh sorry, go like, ahead. get on the ground and like stretch or put my leg up on something and stretch or like, you know, like you gotta do. You have you can only check your phone. To yeah. check social media when you're stretching and i think that's a cool way because you know it'll also when you go into social media and you're not stretching it'll remind you to stretch so like if you're 
you know, you're supposed to be doing something else, like productive. Maybe you're supposed to like actually be like working. And like <laughs> yeah, everyone always just like checks their phone, like checks in, like social media. You know, and if you if you had already told yourself that I'm only gonna stretch, I'm only gonna go on social media when I stretch. When you go on social media, you'll remit, you'll realize like, oh crap, I'm not stretching. Let me just do something, you know. And that's a good like way to like. And once you start stretching, I feel like that like once you actually start doing one stretch it's easy to like do another one and do another one do another one it's like just getting down on the ground sometimes is the hardest part and just like and just starting up for a stretch because like once you can start doing it then you're like oh, i yeah. felt kind of good like let me stretch this let me do that and, you gotta get into it. and so um yeah, yeah i think that's a good way to hack i like i like little i like hacks like that because systems and and things like hacks where yeah, it's like it's yeah it's just easier it, it, it kind of requires a little bit less willpower if you set up like like little trap or not traps but like hacks like that like little yeah like little hacks for yourself I'm going to use that for texting oh and be like, sorry to call you back. I haven't sorry, sorry, I'm, you. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry to call you back. I didn't stretch it. I'm kidding. <laughs> sorry, sorry I ghosted you. I haven't, like, I haven't stretched my quads. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I really like to use a lacrosse ball too, like to roll out traps or like deltoids or the calves, but... Um, I like to stretch and then sometimes I find myself like stretching in line in the grocery store or you know and for people like say I'm with my mom or my friends or something um, they're like what are you doing like why are you stretching in public or you know but we can we can start normalizing that I think that's that's normalized normalized stretching I I'll, I'll stretch my flexor yeah. like in line at the store and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're gonna start something. People like look at me weird. Usually I'm wearing yeah. like some kind of athletic clothing, <laughs> so then they're like, "Oh, he's probably either <laughs> either they think I'm like total tool, or they're just like he's probably like a trainer or like whatever." Like either way, it doesn't matter because their opinions, you know, hurt less than a tight hip flexors. So. <laughs> Hey, that's true. And exactly. you're doing preventative care. You're doing that prevention. That, you know, maximize your workout. It all wraps up. It all wraps up. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and at mm. Jeremy Zargami So, Jeremy, you definitely have a strong drive, and you also have different sources and like outlets. And you have a YouTube, you're doing your jujitsu and like what's your why behind like all of these different branches okay and then after that i have another question about you one of my whys i mean a a big thing that i think about a lot is just is just providing for my wife and then my future kids and so i think about that a lot and that really motivates me because i really want to set up Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I just want to be the best husband and dad I can be and set my family up, like, as well as I can before I have a family, you know? Like, I have a... I have a it's me and, and my wife right now with Jill, and it's like... Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just want to set us up. And obviously... And then, obviously, um, 
like my another one of my whys comes from my faith and so it's just like how can i basically you know like shine god's love and light into the world and how can i like be a vessel for um mm-hmm. for you know for for him and for you know just bringing how can i be a witness you know how can like i want people to look at me and be like what like there's something different about yeah. that guy like you know and and then then i want them to dig deeper like why is why does he have this joy why is he like always smiling and laughing and like you know like and that stuff is, that's not that's not something i fake that's just how who i am based yeah. like from the joy that i get from you know from god and from and from you know like my family and stuff and so um but yeah so that i just want to be you know have a good witness and yeah. and um yeah and just and so basically like my faith drives me and, and then just providing for my family and um and also like there's a, there's this this other part of me um that drives me that i don't talk about a lot but it's uh it basically when i was growing up like my so like my mom my mom was a very like nurture she's a very nurturing person and so she would she always wanted to do like everything for me and so she mm-hmm. always wanted like she wanted to like cook for me and clean for and and, and do my my laundry she like always just wanted like she like that made her feel like a mom right and so like to, to judge her and so like, all right you know i'm you know in high school and, yeah. and i don't have to do my own laundry so i'm like cool and so i would always get made fun of by my friends and they would always be like man like your mom still does your laundry your mom makes you like packs you a lunch like you're you know like that like they'd always i would always get teased like and for that stuff and it like kind of drives me now because it in a way they were kind of like being like how are you or sometimes they'd even say it like how are you gonna function in the real world when when your mom does everything for you and so like that mm-hmm. fires me up because like that stuff really hurt that like really like i still hear like those things in my head and yeah. those doubts and i it makes me like it supercharges mm-hmm. me to like be so driven and independent and like just completely dominate whatever I do because I'm like I'm going to like prove these people wrong and I don't hold it against the people um I don't hold it against the actual people who said it because they're my friends but I just use that energy to like propel me you know and so it's not this like resentment like you know like or anything that I don't really picture a person when I hear those things anymore like I I've I've kind of gotten past that um and i now mm-hmm. i just kind of like hear these like yeah you know just hear the i'll hear the 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 words without having a face behind it and those words still drive me without like being resentful or angry towards a person <laughs> and so it's a healthy it's a healthy negative energy yeah and so that's, that's like so so yeah, it literally on my on my um on my board i have my it literally says my why i have a three by five card that says my why and one of the one of the bullet points is is provide for my future or for provide for my wife and future kids and the other one says prove them wrong and so that's one i look at and i'm like mm, prove that yeah mm. like if i ever want to like be 
lazy or slack or anything. I just look at that. I'm like, got to prove them wrong, you know? And so <laughs> I'll just get after it. And so that's something like, right, I don't know. I don't right. think I've ever really articulated that to before. Um, I think, you know, to in, in on this kind of setting, <laughs> like I maybe I've told, I've told Jill, but like, you know, maybe like, you know, but that's it. <laughs> Jill is awesome. Shout out to Jill. <laughs> Shout out Dang, to Jill. She'll be on Dang, Girl Chat with Jill. making the rounds. Jill tomorrow. <laughs> Go tell with Jill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thank you so much for your vulnerability and for sharing that. I really appreciate that and that's some great insight. Um, I would say, how do you, what's your outlook like on burnout or like what do you do to not get burnt out or when you do get burnout because you're super driven, you're doing all these things and working hard, like aside from sleeping more like what um, are some other things so i i was like working before i got married i i think i worked seven days a week for like three years straight <laughs> that i was by the time oh, like dang. i was about to get married i was like so burnt out it was unreal like it was crazy like <laughs> it's so oh unhealthy God. and so and uh yeah. i basically just like like yeah it's rough yeah, when I, yeah. I basically just had a, an open schedule like i would work anytime any you know like almost anytime basically like i would train up until like midnight sometimes like and then i would have a client at like five or yeah. six a.m and so like i was like mm-hmm. really stretched thin and uh super burnt out and so when i got married i was like okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna um i'm gonna completely oh jill kind of helped motivate me to do this because at first I was reluctant because I was like man like I want to lose a whole day of work like that's a lot of days about the whole year and like um and so mm-hmm. but basically I blocked out all Sunday so Sunday is like a completely sacred day obviously like you know like that's like family time church like literally just sleep in relax do whatever you want you know if you feel like it um and so that was a game changer that was huge you know and so that's massive and then um yeah from there once i once i did that i realized like oh like these clients because clients that i had on sunday were like uh, this is the only day i could do but once i blocked it out they're like uh i mean i could do saturday i guess and i'm like oh cool you know like i'm literally killing myself for three years <laughs> and then all of a sudden yeah. i say well you know sorry like i i can't train you anymore i yeah. guess like i just had to like that's hard to say to a client's like i just sorry. and then they're like yeah. oh well mm, do you have you know 9 a.m on saturday i guess i, I guess i could move that around because i am i am tired and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, cool. Dude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And I'm like, gosh, like I can't believe I could have had Sundays off for the last three years. <laughs> and so basically I, I realized like, <clears throat> like yeah. I can be yeah. just as effective in like a smaller amount of time. Like I don't need to like yeah. ha- have an, an availability for mm-hmm. like 18 hours a day, like for my client, you know, like, and I'm still learning these things. I'm still learning the, right, um, right. the you know, how to set boundaries with your clients because your clients will right. 
or anyone really if you don't give them boundaries they will just completely step all over you <laughs> and so like mm -hmm. if you say hey i don't train clients on sunday they have to respect it yeah. if you say i don't train clients past 8 p.m or 7 p.m they have to respect it like that's just like it but if you just go oh yeah like i guess right. you know and then like it, you know that's how it starts and then you pick up a client at seven and then you're like well if i'm already okay. working this late i might as well just you know pick one up at yeah. eight at nine. <laughs> pick up another one yeah and then you end up working Put them on blast. don't be shy jeremy share their name i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding no it's true and that's one of the big things that i've learned um with taking clients as well because even as like massaging i want to be able to be flexible and just cater around their schedule but I needed to put boundaries, like stricter boundaries, because I don't want to be massaging like after, like you said, like eight, and because then that's just gonna. I'm already in the work mode. Like, oh, why not? Because some clients are working uh, like 24-hour shifts or like night shifts, or you know, everyone's schedule is different. But I did find myself like being very, very flexible, and then that's when I was getting. Um, more exhausted because I was ending really late and then starting really early in the morning and I just needed to realize like okay pump the brakes a little bit communicate with them on just different scheduling and yeah it's mm -hmm. a lot yeah it, it's scary because you feel like oh if out, I don't let so this client train at this time then I'm gonna lose them you really yeah yeah or they'll be disappointed mm -hmm. like we realize like we're scared like we're like oh my gosh like, like fear of missing out right almost like oh no like if i don't say yes then they might not want to train yeah. with me they'll train with someone else or whatever that is you know and so we're always like <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah or they'll be yeah. mad at me or whatever or like i'm missing that, blah blah <laughs> like but yeah I, tr I try to stick you know yeah. i i mm -hmm. well now I'm, i've I'm gonna like COVID. I mean, COVID like definitely messed with my schedule, but I feel like it messed with my schedule in a way that helped me is helping me reset my boundary. Cool. Because, like, because you know, everything got so jumbled up, mm, and, and people seem good. to be a little bit more flexible now, not just because like people, you know, some people aren't working or whatever, or some people have, you know, whatever, but like it just seems like COVID has forced people to be okay like this force them to be flexible because stuff is always changing and you know like we don't know what's what like we don't know when well like we can eat outside uh you know dine out no you can't anymore oh you know so, like it's always yeah. things that are changing and so it's kind of forced people to like be flexible <laughs> right, otherwise right. your life's gonna be kind of miserable and so it's helped me create these boundaries I, like these I, these stricter boundaries because yeah. i started to slip with my boundaries a little bit like before the um, before the pandemic, I, I didn't, I didn't, I still didn't have Sundays, but I would start to like, I would have jujitsu class, um, mm -hmm. like basically from seven to like eight, eight or eight thirty, And then I would like train, I would start training clients after that. Like after I had taught a whole hour and a half jujitsu class and like, that's just crazy. Like that client mm -hmm. can, can either come earlier or li like that, like, or I can tr yeah. like that 
I shouldn't have done that. You know, and that started to burn me out too, like working too late, especially after like two jujitsu classes a day or three and then like all the sessions and stuff. And so, um, yeah, it's so, uh, yeah, basically COVID allowed me to be like, okay, I need to like stop working at like seven, um, like, like seven to eight. So I guess, or six to seven, I think is my latest right now, I think. So I, I end at seven, which is nice because it gives me like a buffer to like come home, eat, wind down, chill. And then I can start doing my like my routine, like get ready for the next day, start like, um, you know, doing my like my wind down routine, my sleep routine, like, and I, mm-hmm. you know, because that's one of my goals. So I need to like create space for it. And um, but yeah, the, the boundaries is is so crucial to, to not burning out. And we think like when I was first starting out, I was like, oh, like, you know, like I'll, I'll calm down like later on in my life. Like I'll just, I need to go crazy right now because I'm so young and I have the energy. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Yes. Like a lot of people yeah, say, I used to, oh, I used to I'll think that or say that. Grave. I don't like, know. I'll sleep in a bed kind of thing. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, no. <laughs> No, but like I yeah. think that like oh, oh, maybe now is the time to, to go like all out, which there's there's some there's some truth to that, but you can't like be reckless with it because like yeah. no matter even if you're super young, like you're still gonna even if you're not physically right. burning out because you're young and you have the energy for it, you're gonna mentally burn out. It might be worse than physically burning out because mentally burning out takes a longer time to recover from than physically burning out. Because you can just right. sleep the whole weekend and recover from physically burning out almost, you know, maybe like a, a little bit longer, but like, um, like going on a little mini vacation. But like, if you're mentally burnt out, it's like really tough to like reset and get back into like in the flow. And so that's what I would be careful with is mm-hmm. like the mental burnout. Yeah, that's so true. I know. Now I'm looking at the time. I'm Can't like, oh my gosh, it. we're not tapping <laughs> in from your sleeping goal right now. So sorry. So sorry. So before before we wrap up, um, will you just tell us about yeah, the topic? Yeah, so I started um, YouTube, a YouTube and channel. We can wrap this um, up. Basically, at the start of the pandemic. So it, I. I wanted to do a YouTube channel for so long and I just never created the space or time for it. And when we had that two, the first two week lockdown, like it was just so weird because I was so busy and then it went to like nothing. And like, cause we just thought it was for two weeks. Right. So like, I don't even think I trained clients the rest of the week. I think everyone like, like treated it like a vacation. Yeah. And so like I was it was so weird to just like I would just wake up and then like work out and then I would have the whole day and I'm like what the heck do I do? And so like my buddy my buddy was um uh his name's Nate Hughes. Yeah. He's a, a pastor, a youth pastor in um or adult pastor, youth adult, young adult, young adult pastor in uh at the Grove. <laughs> I don't want to mess up his title in case he hears me. He's gonna be like, that's not, I'm not a youth pastor. Uh, <laughs> oh, he, he's, a, he's like a college pastor. A college he's like, I'm in pastor. the children's um, ministry. I'm just kidding. Young adult, young adult pastor um, at the Grove in, in uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Young adult. Young and adult. Um, 
he was like, hey, there's this like free like seven day YouTube course that Sean Cannell's doing uh, through Think Media. And he's like, do you want to do it with me? And I was like, oh man, this is like the perfect time. And like, like to go to, to do this. Cause I actually have the time I can, it'll make me feel productive. And this, it was good that we had the time because this course was like, like in depth, like I'm like talking like three or like two, it was like, um, two or three wow. hours. And then they'd have like two sessions a day. And then they'd have like some Q and a stuff. It, it felt like I was at like a conference like where you're doing stuff all day it was crazy and i'm like taking vigorous notes like like oh, crazy no. vigorous notes like and so it was a whole seven oh. days and um just the ins and outs of youtube and mm. it helps you find what your niche is you know like niche down because uh for youtube like you don't want to be super broad you want to like get down to like a specific thing um mm. and so basically like initially i'm like okay jujitsu or like or fitness mm. and then i was like like I do that stuff so much already, like that I was kind of like, not burnt out, but I was like, what, like, mm. what would I want to come home and do after I already did jujitsu and fitness all day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, so, you know, people ask me like, why did, why do you do? Cause yeah. I, I'm doing basically yeah, um, like stocks, real estate and personal finance. And so it's something that I've always been passionate about. I, I'm, I've, basically i don't know for you know i would be like me and my sister basically would like like take stuff like um fruit out of my my parents uh refrigerator and go like the corner and sell it and so like we were always like we always kind of had this like entrepreneurial thing like i would like you know like um i don't know like i was always doing these like little businesses or trying to sell stuff or like trying to like like always thinking about business and like even from like a young age like oh like i want to yeah. like have my i always i mean i wanted to have my own gym for a long time and so it always it kind of always got my business like mind working and then my dad mm. you know my dad is very like entrepreneurial too he's uh you know a, um mm, yes. he immigrated from iran and so he was the first one in his family his first generation to come over uh and so he he has a very entrepreneurial mind. Like he's big into real estate and, and investing and stuff. And so I picked up stuff from him too. Cause he would like, when I was young, he'd be like, Oh, like, you know, um, for my birthday, he like would buy me like Microsoft stock or something. And like, and I would be like, and that, for me, I was hyped on it for a lot of kids. They'd be like, that's so lame. I want like, wow. like a toy or something. But like, he'd be like, I bought you five Microsoft nice. stock. And I'm like, yes. You know, and he would like start you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so like, it started to make me like i would always Aww. be interested in stocks and, and real estate investments he would make and and um my brother's really big on personal finance as well and he would teach me a lot of stuff he gave me a book right before i went to college uh, by robert kiyosaki called rich dad poor dad which if you haven't read rich dad poor dad you should read rich dad poor dad like like read it like five times in a row <laughs> like it's that's how good important that book is because like that shifted my my yeah, mindset I when that. I went to college of like what I want to do what the possibilities are it really like helps you have a good relationship with like money and finances and and stuff like that and really like making money work for you instead of working for money and so um that book is really good um and so yeah my YouTube channel is Ooh, is about good. yeah stocks real estate personal finance and it's basically 
um, I I wanted to basically help, like pretend like like someone's a brand new investor and doesn't know like anything about investing, and I'm like talking them through their whole like investing journey as a beginner. So that was my mindset with it. Like I want to take someone who literally knows nothing about investing and like make them feel comfortable with investing or with real estate or purchasing it or you know whatever and and with their personal finances with like even if they don't make that much money they can only like invest a hundred dollars or they can only you know they, they have a very small savings or, and I teach people how to save like what are if you don't even have a hundred dollars to invest how do you save you know what are good ways to save till you can get to that point where you can you start to invest and then getting people comfortable with actually investing and not feeling like they're gambling but feeling like they're actually making smart decisions to like set themselves up for you know um success in the future and so the earlier you can start is like is huge because like the younger you are the more um the more like power you have like the more your dollars basically have more power to them because you have longer a longer time for them to compound and grow and so i forget what it's oh, there's a chart there's a chart that shows basically like the power of one dollar invested at like what age you are and so it's like when you're like in your early 20s it's like for every one dollar you invest that'll be worth 88 dollars in the future like when you're in your 60s and so by the time you get to like you know your 30s or 40s like one dollar is only like will equal like 12 dollars or like you know like it like your your power the power of the dollar because you don't have as much time as someone in their early 20s does like um yeah like goes down basically so it's i want to like make people who are like right at like beginners maybe they're right out of college or they're still in college and they're like have a like a little side income from like a part-time job or whatever or or uh, i think you have to be 18 or older to invest and so unless there are loopholes but (laughs) maybe i'll make a video on that yeah loopholes um but yeah, so that's what my channel's for. I wanted to figure, <laughs> find a way to basically tuned. help more people because I was like, I felt so limited in the pandemic of like how many people I could impact because like I wasn't able to like be around people. Like I felt like in the gym, like the jujitsu yeah. academy, I could be teaching a class of like 20, 30 people. And I'm like, cool, I'm impacting these, this many people, you know, and the, on a daily basis and, and plus my clients. And so I felt like I was impacting a, a good amount of people. Um, and there's multiple classes, right? So maybe I was affecting two, two, three classes of 20 or 30. And so like, um, that felt like a lot of people to impact. And so when the pandemic hit, I was like, man, like, how can I do something that I'll be passionate about? And I would also help more people because that's the real, like the real key is just like, is figuring out how we can bring more value to more people. Um, and so yeah that's that's really like and so i'm always thinking about that like how what can i do to bring more value to more people um and there's a good quote that's literally has fled my mind but um um it's about bringing value to people i forget what it was uh if it comes to me i'll say it in the last couple minutes but uh um yeah literally that's because that's what we get paid for we get paid for bringing value to the marketplace and bringing value to people's lives um like what your income is is usually a direct correlation to that and so um 
you know, if you want to increase your income and increase your impact, um, because you definitely need income, you know, for the, for the mission. You need to, you need to fund the mission basically. If you have, if you want to do big big things, you know, um, it's like money isn't everything, but it's like yeah, definitely, uh, you know, <laughs> what is it? Jim Run says, uh, money isn't everything, but it ranks up there with oxygen. And so it's kind of just like it's it's essential basically to live. And so you, it's it's kind of important, but like it's just I think it ma- magnifies who you yeah. already are. And so if you have goals to do really good right. things, I think like more power to you. Like get as much money as you can if you have mm-hmm. intentions of doing good things with it. It's just gonna put a magnifying glass on who you already are. So if you're unhappy, you're gonna be more unhappy. If you're if you're grateful, you'll yes. be more grateful. If you're if you're gonna do good things with it, you'll do more good things. And so I think I always think of money as like a magnifying glass. But the way to get it is to just bring value to more people. And so that was my goal with the, with the YouTube channel. I was like, I could bring so much value to so many people through this, and then integrate it with everything else. And then uh, it, yeah, so that's the uh, that was my um, my mindset behind it. And I'm just continuing to grind and. I'm putting so much time into it and I'm like literally like making like no money, which is fine because that's, that's mm-hmm. what entrepreneurs do, right? They like put in all the time and in hopes of it paying off in the future. And so that's literally mm-hmm. like, I'm just put, like, I'm, it's crazy the amount of time I put into it, but I know yeah. that it's help. One, I know it's helping someone, even if I'm not making money, which is, that's already a win um, because just people's like feedback and comments and stuff uh, and it's opened a lot of cool uh dialogue between mm-hmm. like you know other you know acquaintances and friends and people i don't even know and so um but yeah it'll it'll that just you know we should do another uh another podcast on like more entrepreneurial stuff and uh we've talked about entrepreneurial stuff a little bit but it'd be fun but um Yay. yeah that's an entrepreneur yeah, yeah that'd be Yeah, we can. We can. For sure. Oh, I definitely awesome. shared Thank your you. link quite a few times. So you you have some good insight. <laughs> You're welcome. And that's definitely an investment. Like you putting in all that time and effort and energy and education on wanting to set others up for success. But yeah, even if it's one person, like you're still helping them and you're planting that seed and I'm excited to see your YouTube grow and yeah, we'll definitely um, Sounds great. have you come on for another podcast and we can talk oh. about entrepreneurship. Sounds good. All right. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Jeremy Zargavi for coming um, on. Just, you know, I feel <laughs> yeah, like we talked about goals and habits topic. a lot in this, in this. And so I think just create those systems, like I was saying, just create those, uh, those little systems and those little hacks. And I think it'll, it'll improve your life a lot. So, uh, but yeah, I'm grateful for you. So, like it's, it's so fun watching your journey too. Like, um, just grinding and like, you're always putting out good content and, you know, like you really truly care for your your um you know your clients and anyone you come in contact with mm-hmm. and so that's always super inspiring and so i think just keep it up and, I, and yeah and i think obviously the 
the listeners of this podcast and the future listeners will that you know they feel the genuineness coming from you and they really know that you care and and helping so um yeah just keep doing it i just i'm a big fan i'm a big fan of yours so yeah proud of you wow thank you thank you so much that means a lot from Jeremy Zagavi. <laughs> Say your name like a sports announcer. But yeah, thank you. Well, God bless you. Have a great night. I'm not going to interrupt your sleep cycle. So, so bad, even though this has been a great conversation. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you, support you, Bye. and stay tuned for our next episode on. Bye.